0: And welcome to the Happiness Injection with me, Shonet. My intention during this podcast is to get you off your head with happiness without drugs or alcohol or calories involved. Now, this week I am so excited to do this podcast because I've been getting out of my comfort zone. Now, when they say this is this is your comfort zone and this is the outside of it the thing is there's a line dividing you between your comfort zone and, and, and getting out of it. And that line actually is thicker than a pencil line or a pen line. There's a lot of emotions in that line. and um, one of them can be fear. One of them can be self-doubt. One of them could be just, I don't know, not having a confidence in yourself. Well, I've decided, um, uh, I, I, I've had a, Empty nest uh, come in in my life, and so my children, three of my children, have left home. I'm left with a puppy, a giant puppy, and a giant eighteen year old. That's <laughs> giants all over, um, and I and it's left me with a lot of time. And although I'm busy doing my work, I kind of realised last year that I'm just a bit dull. So I've t- planning, doing what I say in Spread the Happiness and planning three experiences. And one of them is to go away to football. Okay. You know, if you know me, I love Manchester United. I've been a season ticket holder for eight years. And so I've started going to away games. Now, sometimes my son comes most of the time, but this time he couldn't come because he had to work. So I had to get to Leicester it was. I had to get to Leicester. I I don't really drink. So I didn't really, I went on the football bus before and I didn't really want to go on the football bus. So luckily for me, um, the guy who originally got me my tickets um, said, are you going in the car? And I was like, yeah, do you want to come in the car with me? And he was like, yeah, we'll come in the car with you. So me and three Football men, and I always think of myself as about 12, but obviously I've got to be 18 because I'm driving, um, set off to Leicester. And the guy who got us our tickets has got this theory about influence, how people who go to football have been influenced at some point in their life to love Manchester United. So you might not like Manchester United, but you might like Chelsea or you might like Arsenal. I'm not even going to say any other teams. Okay. <laughs> now we were sat around the table, the car journey itself, I packed a picnic. They were, they loved it. We were all having a lovely time. We got there really quick, went to the services, you know, um, we got to the pub and it, I'm starting to realise that football isn't just about football. It's about friendships. It's about memory making. It's about stories. It's about generations. So we sat around the table. Now, if you know my, it's half eleven, um, in a town near Leicester, and we we're all sat round, and we're talking about his theory about influence. And so he's saying to everyone, how did you start going to the football? Now, we started going to the football because of him, but because of George loved Manchester United from birth. So luckily for us, I think the reason why we love Manchester United so much now is because he would have been about seven. I took him to his first football game, thanks to that guy. And then I fell in love with football. And so it's me that has uh, influence my son to go to the football every week for like ten years now, and now we're going to away games. We're like even deeper. Uh, we've joined the red army. We're in like the big gang now. It's so exciting. I just feel so excited. So, if you don't like football, think about what sports you do like or what you do like and who influenced you. So we're all sat around this table. Let's get back to the table in the pub, and. Um, he's asking them, how did you start going to football? Now, he himself, it was his uncle that loved Manchester United and said, would you like to come to a game with me? He went to a game. He's been a season ticket holder ever since. He's 48 now. I don't think his children all like Manchester United. He told a funny story about his son coming home when he was six and saying, I'd like to support Everton. And he said, That's all right, son. Everybody can support who they want, but you need to get your stuff because you're going in the shed. Now, I think that's really funny. And his boys uh, are in their late 20s and they go to football. Um, The guy that's with his daughter is a massive Man United fan. His daughter even went to football. So he's got two grandsons. I know who they're going to support as well. So. The thing about this is, he turns to this older guy, and he's about 63, and he says, what about you? You know, how did you start going to the football? And he started laughing, and he said, well, I told Sir Alex Ferguson this story, (laughs) right? I mean, who starts starts a story with when I, I told Sir Alex Ferguson this story? Like, oh my goodness, that's... He's got the whole of the table's attention. Like, everybody wants to know what he told Sir Alex Ferguson. And I was just like, you spoke to Sir Alex Ferguson! So, he tells the story. Um, his, I think he said his granddad uh, was a Newcastle United fan. And so, he took him to Newcastle United. And um, they were stood up. And they were stood up behind the... Um, goal or or by pitch side and it was so close to the pitch then that you could actually um touch you know you could nearly touch the players I call I I think we were so close to them at Leicester you could lick them but he he was and a footballer and I can't remember the name so forgive me but a footballer a Man United footballer it was Man United Newcastle and this Man United player dived over the pitch And literally touched him on the head. He was touched by the hand of Man United. And in that moment, he became a Manchester United supporter. I personally think that that is like an amazing story. And yes, you want to know, don't you? What did Sir Alex Ferguson say to him? And he said to him, wow, that is some story. And this guy... And, and the others, they talk about, do you remember when we went to Villa Park? Do you remember when we did this? Do you remember when we did that? Do you remember when so-and-so scored a goal against so-and-so? And it just, it's just so amazing. And you know, I was thinking, how can they remember like those experiences, especially because alcohol is often involved, but do you know Why? Because they have a good time. Because I will never forget when I went to Leicester in the car with three football men and I had the best time. And we got there and we had to go in separate gates. And I had to go in with one of them that I didn't really know. But he looked after me and we went up the steps and there was no effort to sit. So we stood in the on the steps and we were cheering and singing. And you with people you don't know, but you're all supporting the same team, and it just gives me hope now at Leicester, and if you're a Leicester fan, you'll laugh, but there was only 34,000 people there just saying, and we did sing a song about one of your stands, one of our stands is as big as your ground, but that aside, in Manchester United, when I go to Manchester United, I stand in 75,000 people, week in, week out, 73. 5,000 people and I sing for my team and I stand with my 18 year old son and I just believe in those men on the pitch but not only that I just enjoy the whole experience like the stories the camaraderie, you know, when I was stood in the queue, I had a furry hat on and people were stroking my hat and they were giggling saying, are you Russian? And I was like, yeah, I am. And, you know, like a really well-spoken Northeastern Russian because I had a, a hat on. But, it, like, it, it's about children. Like, I, it's very male-dominated, of course it is. But do you know what? When we talk about men's mental health, like, we should be encouraging men to go out more and do that. On the way home in the car, we had some therapy about being an alcoholic, which is quite, was quite funny, um, but they, I don't know whether they talk like that when there's not a girl there, but we were all very open and, and we learned some stories about people's grandparents, like, um. The guy who told the story about the 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 footballer touching him on the head. His his dad was a coppersmith. Like, and I heard that last time, last week when we went to the football. And all week I was thinking, I must ask him, what did he make as a coppersmith? And he made copper pipes. Like, how just gorgeous. And then he told another story about the copper pipes, which I for me. So for me you know football has become a filler of my empty nest and it's not just about the football it's about the people and we went to another pub and we and we met more footballers and i i was the only girl and But nobody was like, oh, you're a girl or anything like that. Like, everybody was like, hiya, you know. And now I'm starting to go to more away games. People get to know you more. And the guys that I was with were laughing in the car on the way home because they were like, you are still going to use this as comedy material, aren't you? Like, the things that they were saying and some of the things they were saying, uh, if they ever listened to this, no, I wouldn't use that in my comedy. <laughs> but just being with them... All day and being part of something bigger than just yourself, being in a crowd cheering and singing and dancing, and and I have to say I do love going away because you can see the players really close up and and you get to see them like as real people. Like Paul Pogba is massive, just saying, just saying. That's another conversation, but I. I'm so glad to have this experience in my life and I'm so glad that I got to be influenced by a Manchester United fan and that I have influenced my family to be a Manchester United fan. Now I'm not I'm not saying that that you should be a Manchester United fan. What I'm saying is we we have we all have the power to influence other people and if we i think this experience for me has been so positive in my life and one of the toughest times of my life i go to football and when i was stood on the steps with jimmy i forgot about everything for for 30 minutes i remember we scored really early and and i forgot about every everything for 30 minutes like when can you genuinely say you forgot about all of your worries, all of your things, all of the your to do list, everything for thirty minutes, and then we were laughing and giggling, and there was things in that day that I will never ever forget, and Leicester versus Man United will become another story and another great memory, and I really hope I get tickets to Chelsea. <laughs> Just saying. So think about this this week, okay? I really want you to think about this. Who are you influencing? And in what? Because sometimes when you're a positive or a positivity influencer, a happiness person, sometimes you feel like lemon suckers are taking over the world and you're not getting anywhere with them. But actually, I realised just recently that even in my own family, our boiler was broken for 14 days and, and the influence of positivity, nobody winched for 14 days and we didn't have any hot water or heating. And do you know what? what? Your positivity, your happiness attitude, is influencing people without you even realizing it. I just want to say thank you to the people in the car who who made my memories and who influenced me to go to more away games. And I can't I can't wait for the rest of my football future, win, lose or draw. Woo! That's the end of today. Thanks for listening. Get out there and positively influence, people, and see you next time.